Center for Christian Leadership broadcast. Together we'll explore the crossroads of leadership and Christian living. I'm Dr. Stephen Smith, your host and fellow journeyer on this path that we're on to pursue a purposeful life. In each episode, we'll embark on a transformational journey that discusses the timeless principles of leadership that are grounded and firmly established in the wisdom of God's Word. So whether you're a seasoned leader seeking inspiration or someone navigating the challenges of everyday life, this broadcast will act as a compass for navigating the intricate dance between leadership excellence and a life that models our greatest leader, Jesus Christ. So join me and our guests as we unpack the profound insights, share inspiring stories, and embark on a quest that leads to purpose in every aspect of our lives. This is more than a broadcast, it's a community committed to elevating Christian leadership while embracing the transformational power of the principles of God's Word. So let's dive in together and discover the extraordinary potential that emerges when Christian leadership and living converge. Hey, I just wanted to thank you for joining us today, and I believe that I have a word from God for you today, and that word is word. That's right, we want to take a look at what God's word tells us, and if I can put God's word prominent in my life and everything that I do, if I set it up ahead of everything else that I do, then I know that I can succeed. You may say, Stephen, how's that possible? I've got lots of other things that are going on. Well, let me share a couple of verses with you that can actually help you to see this. In fact, we know that Peter did the exact same thing. Peter went out and he said, nevertheless, at your word, and he caught a whole bunch of fish. Well, how did he come to that, that point in his life where he could believe the word that much? Let's take a look at the value of this by looking at Matthew 4.4. It tells us, Jesus answered him, It is written, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You know, in Deuteronomy, Jesus was quoting this verse and this verse actually means that it's not just every word that comes out of the mouth of God, it's everything that comes from the mouth of God. That includes his breath, it includes his words, it includes his commandments, it includes every single thing that God has put forth for us and in our lives. So if I put God's prominence in front of every single, every single thing else, then I know that that word is gonna make a difference in my life. Let's take a look at how Peter knew this as we go through the Gospels. So the first place that we have to look is in Peter's own house because Jesus was at Peter's house the day before he went out and actually preached this message and Peter let down his nets to catch this fish. He was there healing Peter's mother-in-law. So if we look closely at that, we can see that it says, so he bent over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on them. You see, Jesus rebuked the fever. Jesus spoke to this fever. Jesus speaks to sicknesses and diseases in our lives. God's word speaks to sicknesses and diseases in our lives. And if I know that I can rely on what God's word says, then I know that I can be healed, that fever will leave me, that cancer will leave me, that all these difficulties that I'm facing in life will actually leave me. And we can see that Peter saw this. He had to have had a revelation that said, Jesus just spoke to a fever and it left my mother-in-law. My goodness, this is amazing. So the next day he goes out and fishes and he says, nevertheless, at your word. But there's one more thing between these two events that actually can demonstrate to us that Peter understood exactly what it meant to follow the word of God. Let's take a look and see what that is. So we see a little bit later on that what happened was is that Peter was out there cleaning his nets, getting, getting ready to finish up his day of fishing and he hadn't caught anything, but he's sitting there cleaning things up, fixing the nets and everything else, and Jesus is preaching. So the crowd starts pushing in on him and Jesus says, hey, I need to be able to preach from your boat. Simon, let me use your boat. So they push it out a little bit and Jesus starts teaching. You ever wonder what he was teaching about? Well, if we look in, in, gospel, in the Gospel of Mark, we can see that he was preaching about the Word of God. And if 
Simon Peter was paying attention to this, then he would have said, nevertheless, at your word, I'm going to let down my nets for a catch. Let's take a look and see how that reads. So if we look in the Gospel of Mark, it tells us this. This is Mark 14 and 15, and it says, The sower sows the word. These are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown into their hearts. So the word that's sown out there and we don't pay attention to, that word that we hear, that Bible verse that we hear, we say, okay, well, that's nice. It doesn't apply to me. I'm not going to pay any attention to it. Satan's able to come and take it. He's able to take that seed and it will never, ever germinate in your life. Now, we know that God's word goes out and accomplishes every single thing that he sends it out to, but we have to make sure that our hearts are prepared to be able to receive this word from God. Now, if Peter had said, you know what, that doesn't make any difference. I'm not going to do any of that. Your word, no, nah, it doesn't make, it make any difference to me. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to pay attention to it. And he just sets everything down, goes home. He's not going to catch any fish. So we have to see that he must have heard something else as we went along. Let's see what it says. So Mark 4, 16 and 17 says, These likewise are the ones that are sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure for a time afterwards, when tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. So what happens is, is that we hear the word of God and we say, wow, that is really good. That's such a good word. And in fact, we may even be in church and say, wow, that was such a great message. What was it about? Oh, gee, I don't really remember. You know, we hit these difficulties and we hit these trials and we say, okay, I'm setting the word aside and what I'm going to do is I'm going to handle this myself. And guess what happens? We wilt and we fall under the pressure. But you see, it says when tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake. You know, a lot of times we'll go through difficulties and trials and if we don't apply the word of God to our lives, it's not going to strengthen itself in our own lives. So what we want to do then is we want to spend a little bit more time in the word of God. And when we do that, then it starts making the difference in our lives. But if I don't, I'm just going to wilt and die. You know, Peter could have said to himself, you know what, that's a really great word. I love that sermon and I haven't caught any fish, so I'm going home. So he could have done all these things as well and he would never have gotten any type of fruit. Let's see what the next condition of our hearts are 